Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, welcome, everyone, to episode 113. How are you doing, everyone? Uh, Jim, I don't know how everyone else is doing, but I'm trying a beer. I think you would uh, cream your panties over. Go on. It is... You had me a cream? Had me a panties? <laughs> it is a... Whew. I don't know this word, Jim, but it's by Wicked Weed Brewing. It's a Brett Anomacy's Farmhouse Ale fermented with blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, and honey. And it's 5.5% by volume. All right. And if I could, I mean, this is basically, they're calling it a farmhouse. And farmhouse are just an offshoot of Saisons, which are obviously just a sour. But, uh. Bro, that is a goddamn <clears throat> paragraph from what I can see there. That is, it is. Jesus. No wonder you, you jumped right into this. Jim, are you ready? <coughs> I don't think I have a choice. <clears throat> the reaping garden more abundance than we ever could have foreseen. Scrambling to store our springtime treasure, we crammed as much of the sweet fruit as we could fit into our giant oak chambers. The record harvest left our barrels swelling with beautiful blue, black, and crimson berries. These prisoners escaped in a fodder fracture that set the berries loose. The harvest we sought to control now comes for us. A half pound per gallon of strawberries, blueberries, and blackberries are packed into these effervescent Bretonomyces ale. These berries combined with honey to create the bursting fruit flavor of a freshly baked berry pie. Blend it with a light portion of our golden sour and aged in French oak Voters, the fuck is a voter? Bread a berry, then bottle conditions until ripe for the picking. Jim, I didn't need a goddamn English language with my beer. And there was too many goddamn words I've never seen before there. There's some big boys on there. It's uh it's pretty good, Jim. It tastes sounds like, like it's delicious. It tastes like berries. It's uh I mean, yesterday when we were hanging out and I got to have some Lion Kugel Berry Weiss for the first time in like mm-hmm. 10 years. I haven't had that in forever. Still just as delicious as the day I had it first. Quite. That actually sh- shocked me too. I had it. I was like, am I going to like this anymore? And I sipped it. I was like, god damn, now that is good. Yep. I I, I had to get Lion Kugel since our last podcast. We were talking about it. Like the Fruity Pebbles. And I, and I couldn't find regular Lion Kugel, but they had that variety pack. So I said, ah, fuck it. I'll just get that. Taste of rainbow. Damn but yeah, no, the summer shandy, still perfectly good shandy. Uh, the grapefruit weiss, meh. But that berry weiss, man. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, it is. So what are you drinking? Uh, Better not be I, an IPA. It's not an IPA, Bri. Do not worry. It is not an IPA, for it is no <laughs> okay. IPA May. Check the link below. Make sure to get in on our giveaway. But yeah, I didn't really do enough prep either. So everything in my fridge was IPAs, except Old Faithful. So I'm drinking Keystone tonight. Um, God damn it. Keystone out the ace tonight. Ah, Jim. How old is that Keystone? Ah, it's probably like, probably about a month. A month. I don't even know what to say to you anymore, Jim. What? Just what? don't know what to say. What? I don't drink that much during the week. And what, don't have people over that much. Because, you know, end of the world. So, <laughs> you know, the, the Keystone stick around for a while. What can you say? Jim, the pandy's almost done. It is true. I mean, I'm coof-proof, so I don't give a shit about the other people. Damn it, Jim. <sighs> I'm licking doorknobs. So, I hate... Damn it. 
Um, question. Now Answer. that you you haven't been going out, you haven't been seeing people, what have you been playing? Because you have no excuse. Uh, <laughs> actually, no. What do you call it? Uh, during the past week, I was recording some footage for our Retromania Wrestling Review. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... What did I do? I finally I finally beat Battle Axe. So, when we were talking last week... <laughs> After kept, the review is done. <laughs> I, I had enough of the game. Uh, there's already like four screens that I hadn't gotten to. So, the, the review is good. Let me but, ask you uh, this. Since you beat it... Still not worth the 30 bucks. I was going to say, did your opinion go up or down no i still like it a lot i just think it's overpriced that's my only problem with it i think it's a lot of fun i think it's a good i think it's a good time i'm glad i supported it but yeah i mean for like a digital only copy for 30 bucks yeah yeah i'd still i'd still say wait for a sale but i do say it's definitely worth playing the graphics look pretty cool that that's a style that would interest me and you know watching a review it it's a good looking game just doesn't seem the deepest no i mean it's not like you know what it's like both shockingly deep and not ex- exceptionally deep because it's all about like it, like the real crux of the strategy will come from your coins and how you spend them whether you spend it on extra health or like upgrading your weapons and shit and then after that it's really just memorizing the levels and knowing where all the fucking traps are so it's goddamn flamethrowers would take your life off like hotcakes damn it jim you're a trap <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Jim. Easy. Jim. Right. Jim. <laughs> nice. I uh two notes. Yeah, I also uh I also started playing a little ra- uh ride in four. Because I like I had my wife pre order that for me uh before my birthday and then it finally came in. So What is it? Uh part of the ride in series. It's a shmup series of games. Mm. But they they uh were releasing four with a bunch of extra modes and new modes and new levels and crap like that, so I was like, yeah, give me this. And then it finally came in. <laughs> Jim, and it's came... kicking my ass. I play it on easy, and I game over. Luckily, if I get to level four, I'm lucky. <laughs> Jim, have you ever considered seeing how much trouble you have with games and go with easier games? Get some Animal Crossing, Jim. No, Bri. <laughs> Jim, come on. Get... <laughs> Look, Bri, I, I don't like doing chores enough at home as it is. I don't need a <laughs> video game to simulate that for me, okay? Jim, you can create your avatar. You could get whatever the hell they get, bells or flowers or whatever. 14 bills for a turnip. Whatever the fuck it is, I don't care. Jim, I'm not do doing chores. It. I'm not doing it. You used to love grinding. That's all you did with Pokemon and all those other games. Oh, I love grinding with a goal. <laughs> is there really not... a goal anymore to uh, your Clash of Clans? Yes. They just up, They just added a new Town Hall level, so I got to upgrade oh. all my shit again to be maxed out. Oh, I, finally, I was finally maxed out like three weeks before Jim. they fucking did it to me. But there is no you won like there's no end in sight. So why oh, do you keep? What's the end? To be the best. Best what? You know you're never to be the I don't best. Care, I don't care what clan you're in. You're never even gonna hit top hundred. No, God no. No, I mean it's just it's a, it's a time waster. It's fun. So then, what's wrong with Animal Crossing? Too much of a time waster. I am not putting. <laughs> I am not putting a thousand hours into that over six months, as opposed to a thousand hours over five years. So, <laughs> world of difference. Damn it, Jim. Well, People I want you to problems. start. I want you to start putting time into better games, like the game I've been playing. Which, Jim, I bet you'll never guess which game I've been playing. I don't know, Bri. What game have you possibly been playing this past week? Jim, does Big Lady Boobies make sense to you? Oh my God! Milk, 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 milk. Dump <laughs> truck ass. Goddamn, dummy, mommy. I still. Every time I saw her, I was mad at you. 
Look, Bri, she is the best thing to happen in cosplay since Bowsette, okay? Do not bash our sweet Dommy Mommy. Uh, I was always more um, partial to the Cami cosplays, Jim. Yeah, it's old hat. <laughs> go with the times. <laughs> Jim, sometimes you need to go to the classics. Jenna Jameson's still a star. <laughs> Jenna Jameson sees some shit. <laughs> oh, not as bad as Sonny, Jim. Come on. <sighs> Sonny has seen some shit. And I have seen I have seen some shit with Sonny. I will tell you that. Oh boy. Um I don't care if she sounds like grandma. I'm still fucking watching it. That's a challenge come true. Oh yeah, pound it. Jim, the real question is in the background, do you have the song You Know You Want Me? Of course. How else are you gonna do it? Uh, would it have been better? Music volume two. Jim, the real question is if she did a movie with guys named Skip and Zip, would it make it better? Oh my god. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm actually, I'm a little mad they didn't do it. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, been playing through Resident Evil 8. I, uh, it's not a spoiler, there's five major bosses. I'm just about to beat the fourth one, so I'm almost done. And it's, I mean, I love it. I like it more than seven so far, and... I may be able to bust out a review by this Friday. So, depends if I can beat it by tomorrow, which is my plan anyway. There um, you go. But I really, really, really like it. Uh, it took everything that 7 did, and I think made it much better. And it's still very much just a horror game, uh, just with a lot of different shit thrown in there. And there's a lot, like I want to say, but... Excuse me, I'm trying to avoid... But there is something that happened to me in this game, and I don't know if it's happened to you, Jim, if it ever pissed you off. Do you ever play a game, and, like, you and I are kind of similar, where we, if we know there's, like, collectibles, we start trying to find them, or, like, uh, things like, yeah. you know, like, break 20 of these statues in the game. Yep. Um, so there's something like that, but there's also these bigger treasures that have no purpose other than like you you sell the, uh, them for coin which allows you to upgrade weapons and shit like that think like resident evil 4 i think i went through an area and this is one of those games after you beat a boss that whole area is no longer accessible even though you can access everywhere else in the game except for these like limited off space areas and like i had just beat the boss and i was just like it was one of those you know when you beat a boss and it exhausts you and you just want to move on to the next thing? You don't want to stick around the area. Like, it's actually so annoying. You're like, I just need to get the fuck away. Yeah. I was going along, checked my inventory, and I was like, wait a second. I still had this thing that would unlock. I was like, God damn it. And I can't get back there now. And it's like, um, I've, I'm so far along. I can't even, like... <sighs> it's so demoralizing. Does that happen to you in games a lot? Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's just like, where the fuck is this last bobblehead god damn it mm -hmm. so i made the mistake and this is the first time i've done this with the game in a long time i just keep resaving over the first save over and over instead of doing like different sets because so, so you haven't done that since like uh skyrim yeah yeah well exactly like i you know uh, i used to love having a million different save points just so i could go back just in case Yep. This time I didn't do it because I've been very anal about, like, every area I clear, like, on the map, it's nice. It give you a little indicator. Like, if it's blue, it's completely clear. If it's red, it's not. Andy? And, yeah. So, 
That's my one complaint. And it's not the game's fault, it's my fault. But god damn it. Well, sucks to suck. <laughs> damn it, Jim! <laughs> Be vulnerable. Talk about how much you suck. I do that every goddamn week <laughs> on the show, Brian. <laughs> I think I've done my share. But Jim, Speaking people... of doing their share, we almost did an oopsie and forgot to thank our guest from last week. Mm. Mike, a.k.a. Colonel Fancy, a.k.a. Burn Retinas. Man of many names, but he was awesome. He was great to talk to. So definitely make sure to check out that episode and follow all the links on there. Give him a sub wherever you can. Yeah, cheers, Good Mike. Dude. Thank you once again. Poor guy held that skeleton for an hour and a half. <laughs> Yeah, he he was uh, he was great to talk to, like Jim said. And make sure you follow his site because like he does write some really good articles. And you know, it's tough to get people to go to non YouTube things, but go he- head over there. It's tough to get people on YouTube things too. It's just <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> Jim, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had my Joker breaking the glass moment. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just do it because I enjoy it. Yep. But yeah, speaking of things I enjoy, money. Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. And first up from Gamer Astral, thoughts on Sony already working on a PS5 revision? Ouch. I did not hear about this. I didn't either. I believe um, it. Hmm. I guess it's what are they working on? You know, like, is there something specific going with it? I don't know. I, it. I mean, I I feel like the biggest news I've heard about PlayStation and things failing has been the PS4 thing we've been hearing. Right, yeah. Um, outside of that, I haven't heard anything bad. Shit, I'm amazed they're doing that because I can't seem to friggin'... I've been, like, crazy. They're going to have the revision out before anyone even owns the fucking That's what I'm saying. One. Like, I can't... That and Xbox, I still... I thought that wave of, like, you couldn't get them was over. And for the past three weeks, I've been looking... And just no luck whatsoever. So, okay. Apparently, it's gonna have a custom AMD Zen two chip hmm. uh, expected in twenty twenty two. Fuck, that's <laughs> next year. Seriously, the console's gonna be out for a year and a half before they have a revision. That's fucking crazy. Now, I wonder if they're gonna consider it like the upgraded. Well, the upgraded Switch didn't add horsepower, or a little bit, tiny bit. But it just added, uh, you know, like a better battery and maybe slightly better screen, like by a cunt hair. But I don't know if they're going to consider that a pro. I don't know. It'd be something to look out for. I don't think that would be their pro. I mean, maybe that because we did hear about all the chip shortages. And I don't. They're know. saying second or third quarter of 2022. So mm-hmm. still, that'll be only two years into it. Yeah. Shit. I mean, yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't. I mean, if it serves a purpose, cool. Zen two processor manufactured using a six nanometer process. I don't know what that means. So, Jim, but you're an engineer. You should know things. Not a good one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Sir, please, Jim. The real question is, you've been saying all this time you're going to get one. Will you get one before that update's out? I don't fucking know at this point. It might not even be worth it. I'm, I probably still won't even be able to. Won't be able to find one until the goddamn updates out. So shit. But are you still intending to get one? Is the real question, Jim. I do want one. <laughs> Doesn't sound. Yes, I'll get the goddamn damn it, damn it, god damn it thing. I want, the, I want the spaceship. I want the spaceship console. The spaceship. Jim, you're not gonna go Xbox One. You don't want your Tower of Pain. Maybe this will be the time that I just get both. Fuck it. 
Like, Xbox can literally just be my Call of Duty machine with the boys for <laughs> one night a year, and it will still be worth it to me. Yeah, yeah. Xbox, the- I still feel like, even though so many things are cross-platform, I just have all of our friends on there, so I'd still use it, but I definitely want PS5, too. Yeah. Like, it'll be like the last time. PS5 will have the games, the exclusives, and, P- and ga- Xbox will have, like, the ease of use with Game Pass and all that shit. So if it's going to be like last time, then you're just going to get the next bullshit Nintendo console and not get either. <laughs> Depends. Depends on how much Switch games I can Damn it, Jim. Love my Switch. God, are you going to be that, that asshole that at some point takes the picture like, look at my stack of Switch games. <laughs> I mean, I've already done that. I know. Which is why I said it. No, I'm not one of those uh, Switch core people. Those, they they have a problem. They have There's some illness going on there. You, can, you shouldn't be three years in a console and be like, oh, physical skill game number 800. It's like, motherfucker. That's crazy, yeah. Like, I don't beat games. You don't open games. That's fucking crazy. Buying seven copies of fucking Twitch Star Dance Off bullshit. Doubleware, whatever the hell it's <laughs> Not called. all those games are quality, Jim. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's for goddamn sure. But well, good question. I was not aware of that. And next and last up from G to the Next Level. What do you think is the most universally hated mascot in video games? Ooh. Bubsy? Do I gotta go Bubsy? Bubsy's up there. I think he's the most famously bad one. He is the most famously, but he's, I feel like he's so obscure that, like, other than knowing he's bad, like, it's almost like, oh, he sucks. It's not even like he's, I don't know, who would be the most hated? Hmm. I mean, like, impossible? Awesome possum? There's a lot of bad ones. I, yeah, I think you're saying bad. Well, I guess, think of the main ones. But, like, hated, though. I mean, I might say Sonic just because people shit on him way too hard for no good reason. Because he had few bad 3D games. And because he made love to human, humies. And because of his community. Yeah, it's that's right. I community. think he's hated. I, I think he's probably... The other ones are to me are so obscure. I think Sonic is completely. There's a 100% you absolutely love him or you absolutely hate him, and there's really no in between. Eh, I, I mean, I guess. I mean, if like the the top flight, like actually famous ones that are still relevant today, then yeah, Sonic's the most hated problem. Yeah, like Mario is just he's just Knack. He, You're gonna say Knack? Poor Knack never got a chance. <laughs> got two games. Well, that's fun. Well, the, here's a more interesting thing. Does Atari have a mas- mascot? Anymore? Like, not really. So then NES is Mario. Super NES, still Mario. Well, just we'll just say Nintendo Mario. Uh, it's Genesis, Sonic. Sonic, man. Uh, and, well, <laughs> Master, Master, Master System, Alex Kidd? I, yeah, if you want to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, any Nintendo is going to be Mario. Um, PlayStation? What would the first Crash Bandicoot? Uh, yeah, like, PlayStation's weird because they've just, they've, blown through them like they never stuck to one like no you had you had crash you had i mean laura croft kind of was one yeah uh, you had spyro <clears throat> for a while you had um sack boy you had the nathan now their new drake. vr thing yeah nathan drake if you want to consider a mascot yeah nathan drake was one um xbox is it always just going to be master chief master chief basically there's really nothing else Jim, well, well, actually, for a, I mean, not as much as him. Super but, Lucky, Super no, Lucky's uh, tail. What's his face? Uh, uh, from Gears. Oh shit, Felix. Wait, uh, 
Or... Gee, you, gee, you motherfucker. Are you just making up a bound Wonder World question on us right now? I think you're <laughs> making a bound Wonder World question on us. I, you know, I'm just going to say Sonic. I, I, I feel like I see a lot, a lot of hate for him. Undo yeah, hate. I, I think Bubsy's relevant enough that I can say him, but yeah, Sonic's probably of like the top tier ones. Yeah. If you had to go like the main ones for each producer ever, like Sonic would be it. Yeah. Poor Sonic. Ah, poor boy. Victim of his surroundings and happenstance. <laughs> Victim of his creators. And a, and a decade of bad 3D games. <laughs> All right, and actually, we got a last minute, last minute question from from Sandy. So, <laughs> Damn if you could go to. If you could go to any brewery in the world, which one would it be and why? Jesus. Hmm. Well, I that used to be Guinness for me, and I went, and it was awesome. Um. Any brewery. I'll just keep it obscure. I'll go with, like... Whatever is the oldest possible brewery in Germany. Um, basically, like, where beer is. We know there's other things in Egypt, blah, 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 blah. But, like, where real beer that we know today is created, I'd want to find, like, the oldest one. That or a Trappist, like, a monk sanctuary where they first start brewing beer, the Belgian style. Excuse me. Because I'd love to see, like, whatever the oldest version they have of it is. Yeah. That's true history right there. Yeah, that is. I think it would be cool to, like, uh, I mean, obviously there's the ones I should just go to because they're, like, within two hours of me. <laughs> like, I should go to fucking Yangling at some point, and I should go to Trogues at some point, but, because, you know, they're close. But I would probably, yeah, I'd probably stick with, like, I've never traveled to Europe, so I'd probably have to go to, is, like, the classic building that Smittix had before it got just straight bought by Guinness, is that, like, old fucking warehouse still around as, like, a historical <sighs> monument? Yeah, but it's not. I, I mean, there's a section I think in Guinness that has stuff about that, but I don't know if the actual original building is because if the original if the original Smittix building is still around, I would like to go see that because Smittix was like that was like my big craft beer for like the early days for me. Jim, how can you possibly not have said where Keystone is made? You have a flag behind you and a can in your hand. <laughs> that's just a given, Brian. Damn it. <laughs> Brian, that's, that, Brian, that's called a place I'd like to go, not a place I have to go. That's, that's basically Mecca for me, Brian. <laughs> I have heard, and I know this will piss off our buddies at uh, Hop Nation, but I have heard like the Anheuser-Busch. That Pittsburgh's and... a shithole? <laughs> Damn it. We know that, Jim. Yeah. But, like... Anheuser-Busch and, and, like, Budweiser, all the, like, they're actually, like, just like Guinness, like, events to go to. Like, they're almost like a theme park. Yeah, my, uh, my Sandy, my wife, she went to, uh, she when she was out in St. Louis, she went to the Budweiser brewery yeah. out there. And she did the tour, and she was like, yeah, it was awesome, and I don't even care about beer. Yeah. So, those I, I will see, if, I mean, well, who wants to go to St. Louis? But still, I'll get out there at some point. <laughs> Dump ass town. <laughs> now good question but yeah jim i'm disappointed in you you didn't go keystone don't worry brian that, that, that if there's one that will happen it'll have to be my dear sweet keystone <sighs> damn it now great crisp great, good question sandy and smack yeah, it no. do me a favor smack your husband for me when you're listening to this oh no she, she listens while she works <laughs> but no good questions everyone thank you once again so 
Once again, if you would like to submit questions or get exclusive content, hit up Patreon.com and drink a beer and play a game. Links below. All right, Chambers. So, we don't have a ton of stuff today, but I did see one you put up here, and it's kind of interesting. Right. We love uh, we love us our lawsuits. That's what we love around here. And there's, I mean, they're just throwing them out there like hotcakes, aren't they, Jim? Oh, <laughs> are they ever? I mean, we got Apple and Epic going at it. We got Epic and Sony, I think, going at it. We got fucking just everyone going at everyone. Everyone hates everyone. So. This particular article comes to us from VG247, and it's that Sony is sued for locking digital game sales to the PlayStation Store. Um, I'll be honest. This one, I didn't understand what the issue is. So they don't say who's doing it. I, th I think they're like trying to bring a class action together. Someone, Some group is. And... It hasn't even gone to, like, actual, like, court yet. Like, it could just get thrown out before then and never make anything. Yeah. So, it's still in whatever the fuck you call that early thing. I'm not a law. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, a group's getting together. And the main argument is is that, and this is where I think it just kind of falls apart, like, completely, is saying that Sony stopped allowing third-party retailers like Amazon or Best Buy to sell full game download codes leaving it to rely on the, co the console's digital store, which is entirely owned and operated by Sony. So, according to the people behind the lawsuit, it allows the company to control the price of games compared to physical games sold at retail. And that's already where I think the problem's coming in with the lawsuit. And they're also saying some end up paying 175% more for games on the PlayStation Store compared to retail. It's like, okay, so you're obviously comparing... Like, an old used game to fucking something that's being sold on the retail store. Like, it's a completely different animal. That's where... That's... Maybe that's a point I'm not getting. Like, it's Sony's that, That's what shit. jumped out to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's their stuff. Their digital sales. And they're just not allowing third party... Like... <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I, I'm very, very confused. Like, like yeah, like, if you go to certain retail stores, like, you know, they might have some kind of sale where you can buy, like, a digital code card or credits for, like, cheaper than normal. Maybe that's, like, the closest I... <coughs> that's me. what I... Yeah. But, like, you can't buy a used fucking... You can't buy a used digital game, so... Like, the, you can't compare some physical prices. And as soon as I saw some physical, I'm like, okay, used. Yeah. So you're look, you're talking about a five dollar used game that could still be thirty bucks for you know a digital sale on an eShop. So it's like yeah, of course that's that's a thing. That's what it is. Like a digital sale being on Amazon or Best Buy isn't going to be probably any differently priced. Maybe by ten bucks depending on the storefront. But now, like if they just kept it to you know, hey, you can get deals on here, or it's like you know stifling competition. I'd say maybe. But just the way this is worded, I'm like, this is this won't make anything. Yeah, wow. the wording doesn't make sense, but what also doesn't make sense is who the fuck goes to any of these stores to buy the digital codes for games? Grandma's? Like, I, it just doesn't make... Like, why not just say, here's money, buy it from place... Like, if you're already going digital, you're already going through the hassle, you have a network, you have a thing. Like, just buy it off your console. Like, why do you have right, to go to a right. physical store to buy a digital code? Right. That there's makes one thing no I can sense. Tell, if I, there's one thing I can tell you about the elderly, knowing from my elderly mother. <laughs> they love to give people something just to open. 
So it doesn't matter even if it's opening a gift card or opening money. They would even, I mean, especially with gift cards, they would much rather give you a present. So they want to have the satisfaction of watching you open something from them. So they could easily just say, here's 20 bucks, go to a, you know, go on the eShop and buy a skin for Fortnite or whatever. But they don't have the satisfaction of having go into the store because, like, in their mind, it's like, oh, I went through the effort to get this for you. So I went to the store. I bought the digital code card of a game that you probably, you might like, hopefully you like or whatever. And then sit there and watch you open it in the surprise. And, hey, thank you, Grandma. Shit like that. So, like, it's like, is, is safety net for people who don't know how to use technology? So, you'd be surprised how many's out there. Jim, while I don't disagree with what you're saying, you're still wrong. Because no grandma is writing or caring about this article. Like, this is clearly, like, it, it's a younger... Well, no, I, I know it doesn't apply specifically to this article. I... This is just a bunch of shitheads who are trying to... Like, there's always going to be some kind of grifter out there trying to have some frivolous lawsuit and hope it sticks. And, and here's the deal. What I really want is, if someone's listening and you understand what the true issue... They're just saying that Sony's being mono, you know, monopolistic here. Monopolistic. Yeah. What did I say? Monopolistic? Monopolistic. Learn your syllables. No, I like monopolistic. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, 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 I... Yeah. Like... They should be able to set the price on their own digital stores. If it's their first party games and they're saying you can't resell them, isn't that like always the argument? Like you can determine where you want your shit sold and how? Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. It's like, I don't see why not. Like, if these stores you don't, have, you don't have it, to, yeah, they don't have to carry, like Best Buy, you don't have to carry Sony stuff. Right, like yeah, the, like the 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 big box retailer could easily say, "I don't want to carry this anymore," so mm-hmm. it'd just be the reverse of that. So, yeah, that, it's Sony going, "I don't want you to have it." Free market, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> really, Tim? <laughs> Let's say hypothetically that you own your digital storefront. Jim, do the facts care about your feelings? Facts don't care about feelings, Brian. <laughs> I went to Home Depot and I bought this wood. <laughs> Damn it! Um, oh, yeah. that little twink. So, Jim, here's the real question. I And I was going to put it in here, but you, you you made me think when you said Epic. Did you see the whole shit with Epic that try, when they tried to go to Sony and give them, like, 100 or 200 mil, some crazy amount of money to allow PlayStation to have six PlayStation-exclusive games be released on the PC? Like, through Epic? I, I, I heard something vaguely about that, but I didn't look into it. I heard about it, though. So it's it's actually interesting, and I thought it was only interesting because um, they remember how last week we were talking about like Xbox is really doing good about figuring out how to get their shit digital too, and we right. said like you know PlayStation Discord like what's going on there? Um, yeah, okay, so I found it. It's from actually the same site as, as this. So Epic reportedly offered Sony two hundred million for PlayStation exclusives. So I mean, but that here, seems excessive. It's excessive, and there they offered that basically saying, "Hey, that is in minimum guarantees to offer an incentive." So they're basically saying, like, if you make that much money, we're not paying you that. But like, if you don't make money bringing at least six exclusives to the PC, then we'll pay you that. Like it's I mean, interesting. It seems like it seems like a no brainer almost. I, I don't... It didn't go through, but... Um, Sony doesn't want to give up their control. Yeah. Yeah. It's Look, Sony, Sony's biggest weapon that they have is their exclusivity. So that's what's 
that's what's been making them win the console war year after year after year. So, yeah. Well, it's funny because Epic didn't stop there. Apparently, they also were interested in Microsoft's first party content, and <clears throat> it just didn't go well with Xbox either. So, it's very. I mean, it wouldn't make sense for Xbox, especially since they're really trying, like we talked about last mm -hmm. week, they're really trying to push their online store. So that makes sense why that didn't go through. And I mean, it makes sense with Sony. Sony doesn't have to sell online through someone else. Like, they don't have to put their games on PC. Yeah. I mean, but it is interesting because if you did have their games, like, like what did we talk about that Days Gone game where the guys yeah. just, you should just pay full price? Imagine if it was available on PC, their sales might have gone up pretty significantly you know possibly so i i i don't get the appeal i mean i guess that is the old thing of like you just want people to buy your hardware for the exclusives but it's like if you want to make the most money then make it available on every platform yeah but i mean also like there's a thing too with like a lot of the developers where they get the help financially from their exclusive deals to finish their games so yeah like the, like i don't know the background to fucking days gone but he probably could have, or if that was even exclusive. But, you know, it could have been it a was, thing where... Yeah. He, okay, where... So maybe he, his studio was going to have the money to finish it the way he wanted it, so they signed an exclusive deal, so you get more money from Sony to blah, blah, blah. Like, that kind of deal. So it's a thing where it's almost like, you know, you're biting a hand that feeds, too, if you're going, ah, well, we didn't sell as much because we were stuck to Sony, but it's like, you want to be here if you weren't for Sony anyway, so... Ah. Yeah, that all that shit is... uh. It's a bigger world than you and I will ever know, Jim. Yeah, that is for goddamn sure. Pays <laughs> to be the end user. But isn't it amazing, no matter how high up the chain you get, it's usually just stopped with some asshole and his ego. Look at Sega, look at Nintendo, look at Sony. Like, it's usually just some asshole that just has an ego. Like, no, we're not doing that. Meh. <laughs> right, don't talk about Japan like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jim. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just saying, there's clues there. Stubborn. Nah. <laughs> Setting her ways. That's for goddamn sure. Um, so, Jim, I do have a good question for you. Go on. What do you and Jeff Leach have in common? I don't like where you're leading <laughs> with this, Brian. Oh, I know. We both hate zombie unicorns. There we go. <laughs> Simple answer. Jim, you're just a misogynist just like him. <laughs> Oh, so this comes to our comes to us from our buddy Todd, and it's I mean we have specifically from Screen Rant, but I'm sure you've seen it all over the place. The Call of Duty ghost actor was fired after misogynistic, harassing comments, and that is of course Jeff Leach. And um, well, first I got to preface this with the character of Ghost throughout Call of Duty not an actor from Call of Duty Ghost. Because when I saw that, I was like, who the fuck cares about Call of Duty Ghost? But then I was like, oh, the character goes. Blah, yeah, the character, the one of the more him, uh, Soap, Soap, and, like, a few others, like Alex, like, they're all the really well-known Call of Duty characters. And a guy who's been voicing him since the beginning has now been fired by Activision for sexism due to comments made towards another streamer. And... Correct me if I'm wrong. This was. Uh, when was this video released? Well, actually, Leech only took over the role of Ghost in Modern Warfare Season 2 Operator in early 2020. Oh, that's it? Yeah, so I guess he wasn't even around 
voice actor in the Modern Warfare reboot. So yeah, he's only been around oh. fairly recently. So it's even more of a you know who kind of gives a shit. Oh, I let's put it. Let me just be very clear. One, any voice actor that loses their job that's not like Shrek, like. I like, like I'm saying, like, is it this? You go to Shrek. That's your example. I'm saying, like, you don't say like David Hayter or something like that. No, no, you know know, the Shrek. I'm saying, like, this. I would hope this is not the make or break career for this guy that has only been doing it since last year now. Nah, he's been like a. From what I know, I don't know much because I don't care about streamers, as I've said a thousand times. But I think he's been like a kind of a big name streamer for a long time. He's just, and he can still stream. He's just not right. voicing Ghost. Um, like I said, this isn't like his career is completely canceled. It's just Activision saying, okay, we're not going to deal with him. But the clip is pulled. Um, yeah, it was made popular by Zombie Unicorn. And I've said many times, I'm not the Twitter guy. Jim is. I don't know her. I don't know anything about her. We, watched, she, we talked about her like a year or two ago with that fucking bully hunters disaster. So that like staged, we're going to bully the bullies. And it turned out to be a fucking, it was like a headphone commercial. That's what it really was. That's, don't, don't say that to her though. Cause you'll get blocked instantly. God knows I did. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Cause like she took like a social media break for three months and she wrote, she had this like six fucking tweet, like thread about, how she's had to reflect and blah, 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 blah. And I just wrote, AKA my, my headphone commercial didn't work out. Then I got blocked. Um, worth it. She, but she, I guess posted this. What was it? The zombie. So she, she had put, but the real link comes from nitro Luke DX. And he has the video I've never heard of. I don't, I don't know who that is, but he has the video that shows, I guess this game show that was watching a clip from Jeff Leach when he was, um, playing modern warfare. And what, what's confusing about the clip to me is you get it like at this weird point where, He's just now talking to, I guess, some female that was, like, commenting on his stream. And he's going off on her. And he goes deep. Like, he seems like he's super drunk or something or just really pissed off. And he just, like, goes off the deep end. And just basically is like, fuck you. Like, you're a piece of shit. I would never have sex with you. Like, just keeps going and going and going and going. I asked Jim right away. I said, I didn't, I couldn't tell from this and I'm not going to dig in deep because I don't care that much about him. But did she start like talking shit? Cause he's speaking as if like, I've yeah, been he, there. I talk shit to people who talk shit to me. That's what it read like to me. Um, but we don't know that. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the biggest problem with it. So of course it's zombie unicorn trying to look all, you know, I'm super progressive girl, even though, you, like, anytime she speaks anything like this, everyone just posts old clips of her calling people the F-slur and stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, she's she's no saint, and she likes to say, I went to therapy to get over my demons. Shut up. Like, just stop. That's, that's always, like, the fakest goddamn thing. I had a sex addiction. I went to therapy. I called someone an F-slur. I went to therapy. Fucking stop. <laughs> so, it's who you are. You just want to pretend you're... Because fu- her whole look with her 10 pounds of makeup and her seven-colored hair... And her body pain, it's all fucking for show and for looks. So, like, she's a phony. This Nitro Luke guy, like, from the comments, apparently he's a very pro-girl gamer. Good. 
okay, fine, I know nothing about him, so I can't say either way. Apparently, he ran some charity that fucking turned out he was just pocketing the money. So, oh, so apparently, he's a piece of shit. So apparently, he's no saint either. And for all I know, this Jeff Leach guy, he could be a douche. The problem. Here's where the problem comes. So apparently, Nitro Luke put up this clip, which is only like two minutes. And it's a couple clips taken blatantly out of context and spliced together. And apparently it's over a couple years. That's I'm just reading the thread. I'm not looking into it because I don't care either. But anyone can take a bunch of clips out of context without showing where his freakout came from to make it look bad. And it's I'm so glad I don't rely on any kind of entertainment as my living because... <laughs> You're under such a microscope where a stupid two-minute clip like this is apparently enough for fucking Activision, of all people, to go, nope, cut the cord, he's gone. To, like, try and avoid a fucking, like, look in hypocrisy or shit like that. So, it's like, like, the whole thing all around is like, I I can already tell I hate the two people calling out the guy. I probably would hate the guy if I looked into him enough because I hate, like... Anyway, almost every professional streamer, I've never found one that I could stand for more than 10 minutes because they live in such a different world that it's just so far away from reality. And then fucking Activision just being corporate. Oh, okay, cut the cord. We can throw any other dickhead who plays Call of Duty into the role. So they don't care. So it's just that kind of thing where it's like, it's just crazy in this day and age how you can take like a two, like three clips, splice them together, and you can, you know, kill someone's job. And obviously, someone was probably talking shit to him for him to be going off the way he was during his stream. So it's like you said. Like, you know, she could be saying some absolutely egregious shit, but they don't show it. They just show the clip after the fact. And, you know, God knows they probably don't have an archive from a four-year-old fucking stream to look for to see what was said to him. So there you go. You know, you can't be proven wrong or whatever. And this neat, this Luke guy obviously has a fucking bone to pick with Leech. And God knows Zombie Unicorn has a bone to pick with everyone, so fucking... Oh, God, I hate these people. I hate them all. <laughs> well, I hate everything about this. It, it It's interesting because that's what I don't understand. Like, And and Zombie Unicorn's, you know, what, what you're mad because, you know, Leech said to some girl, you know, you're ugly, you're not good enough for my dick, and you're a cunt. Well, you call girl... There, of course, people post thousands of threads of her calling other girls ugly cunts. So it's all just people being hypocrites, but, you know... One side pretends to be on the right side, and the other one's just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. That's my biggest problem, and I've heard it many times said. Like the biggest problem with Twitter and, and online in general is not everyone's meant to be heard, and everyone speaks as if they don't have skeletons in their closet. And Zombie Unicorn, as you said, I start going through a thread, like you said, everyone is reposting clips of her, like you said, using, you know. All these slurs, calling people names, making fun of people. I'm like, so, but she, as you said, went to therapy. So then the solution here is if Jeff Leach just goes to therapy, it's all good. Like, yeah, go to therapy. I, 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 I just don't Go to it. therapy. Hall's forgiven. It just doesn't. That's the only problem I have with it. It's like, I don't care. I never care when someone gets canceled for, it's a weird thing. I don't like anyone losing their ability to make income, but as I said before, I'm very odd about, like, if your only income is you play video games for a living, I don't have as much sympathy if you lose that. 
Especially since he can just go back to that anyway. So, that's it's not what, like he lost that. That's what I mean. And so that, now they're trying to make him lose that. They're trying to go after Facebook to get it. Because he's like a Facebook and Twitch streamer. So they're trying to be like, oh, well, Facebook obviously loves misogyny. It's like, shut the fuck up. One, Zuckerberg's a, Zuckerberg's a robot. So he doesn't care about any sex. Whatever sex is out there. <laughs> well, Jim, you also make a bold assumption that he's ever lo- he's looked into anything whatsoever on Facebook. Like, he doesn't just have a team of people running it for him. Like, yeah, he's like, like oh, he's is that thing it. still making me money that I made 20 years ago? Cool. And, like, if Facebook kicked him off, because, like, another streamer being kicked off Facebook, Facebook's not going to care. So, like, yeah, I mean, the guy has shit to lose. But, again, it's the typical thing where they're going after everyone's job. Where, like, it's like fucking stupid zombie unicorn. Like, everyone went after you when you had your stupid thing. But you're one of these, you know, prototypical, you know, ultra on the good guys who fucking doesn't learn their lesson from their fuck ups and does the same goddamn shit. Yeah. And especially, especially when you take yourself as the moral high ground in and out year after year, you're going to crack and it's all going to come crumbling down worse than anything that's happened to Leech right now. So keep playing your stupid game. I'm always weirded out by those people that feel the need to shout the loudest because to me, those are people that like are hiding the most himself. They got some they, shit inside that's, like, way more vile than, like, so they got to prove, like, you know, it's like the atypical, like, no, I'm the man, I'm the this, I'm the that. Like, you, when you're the front of the line, have to, to declare it the most, there's something behind those curtains that nobody wants to see. Yeah. Exactly. I, so, like, it's it, it's like anything else. Whenever, that's why we don't talk about a lot of these cancelings and all this shit like that, because... It's the same story again and again and again. But this one was just interesting because we're Call of Duty guys to me, so. Yeah. But I, it's still just like, I, I'm, I just guarantee that I hate everyone here. Like, I know I, I know I hate one here, but the other two, I'm sure they're annoying, so. Well, it, and it goes back to, uh, I, fuck, I forget which comedian. I think it was Kevin Hart or some, somebody. I, I can't remember the comedian, but somebody was, like, making the joke, like, there is a time and place for context. Like, doing a bad thing, not saying you're always justified, but it's like, what led up to his freakouts? You know, right. like, what if someone. There's a lot of context that isn't there, no, but and, people and, on the internet don't care about context. Yeah. They just care about thing bad. Thing bad, kill thing. Like, imagine, would anyone out there feel bad for this guy? It's like, hey, he's streaming to get something off his mind because he might have just lost a family member. And some chick goes on there, like, haha. You lost someone. and he she could have, The whole time she could have been saying, you're a small dick F-slur. She could have been saying that to him the all time, the entire time for all you know. Yeah. So he calls her an ugly cunt. So, you know, fair play at that point. But no, he you can't say you can't say that to a woman. Shit. It's just, like How I said, it, it's just... Uh, like, uh, the people who always say you can't say something regardless of context. And I, you know, yes, there's obviously going to be a couple of fucking... There's always going to be some kind of where you draw the line. But I think something like this... Jim, I'm just happy, you know me, you know I ha- I, ca- I can uh, I can have a temper, but luckily most of mine outbursts come in the form of wanting to do physical harm, not so this much is true. just outburst on streams. Because that you would are be a man bad. of action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just glad I don't fall into that category. But it's like, has anyone ever played a game? That you're losing. Maybe the guy really sucks at the game, and he's just having a bit like, you know, it's just. I don't know, man. It's I, I, it's amazing to me that it's still a thing that people care about that much. Because I don't care how he, he's not. He wasn't famous enough for me to even know his name 
So I, I can't imagine he's like one of the top 200 Twitch streamers or whatever. Yeah, and he wasn't famous enough for, you know, Activision to, you know, try and keep him. He just cut ties. So they're like, ah, oh, whatever. He's not worth it. So it's just, you know, you know, it's like, it's just funny to see the world through, especially after the last year and a half, through the lens of like, we're, we're in our mid thirties. So we get to watch all the people younger than us and even some who are older who are just terminally online and just to see the fallout that comes from it and like the the little weird bubbles and worlds these people live in. Jim, so I just looked him up. He's uh, he's uh, 37 and he's from the UK, so I doubly don't care. <laughs> oh, cunt. the fuck they, they sneeze and say cunt over there. Come on. <laughs> uh, we should ask the guys we're going to be talking to soon about that. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> No, but it, I mean, yes, like I said, our buddy Snarkast Todd, he, uh, he sent us this link. I, like I said, I've only heard her name through you or like someone's, even on my Twitch, I think sometimes when I'm streaming, people talk about her. But like, man, like, it's weird that you, anyone wastes that much energy. And the fact that she has like 200K followers on Twitch and she still has the energy to be so outraged, it's like you're making a lot of money just. Whatever she does, I don't even know what she does. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, Twitch fucking, like, it's almost like any kind of entertainment where, like, the people with the most power and the most influence are also tend to be the shittiest people, so. Sad. Just everyone, stay in your corner, make your money, stop worrying about everyone else. No, we got a grandstand. Grandstand! Everyone's gotta be the gotta same. Be, We're not, be none of us right. are sinners. I'm better than you. I've never made a mistake. <laughs> oh, Jim. <laughs> what? Oh, good boy. So, yeah, comment below. What do you guys think? What do you know about it? Um, yeah, it's it's a weird situation where it's everyone that's involved is shitty pointing fingers at each other. <laughs> I mean, the first clip is him talking about zombie unicorn being like, shut up with your gross cleavage. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I wonder why she has a bone to pick. <laughs> well, <Not yeah>. wrong. <laughs> it's that's a that's a that's a bold scene. Like, I've never. Oh, I mean, that. I it's well, very. Right. No, no, it's very rare. I've ever thought that's gross cleavage. <laughs> I mean, that, that I, I'm not saying that's what. But then I retry. I said, OK, I've maybe there's been a few instances, but like generally I'm like. Is cleavage ever a thing that's really that gross? I mean, it can be fucked up. When it's fucked up, it's colossal, but it can't be fucked up. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All, right, huh? All right, Chambers. So before we move on to the next topic, with Keystone at this point, are you even, like, honestly tasting anything? Or is it literally like you're drinking, like, a water or a Gatorade? Like, you've had it so often. It's like, is there anything you get from that now that you've had so many good beers? <laughs> Still delicious to me, damn it. Still real to me. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's light beer. It's, well, it's very light beer. But it still has a little, a little teensy <laughs> bit more flavor than, say, like, your Amstel Lights of the World and shit like that. So, it's, it's, it, it, it's shitty Coors Light. It's, it, it is what it is. But I still, I like Coors Light. Sometimes I just like a good, shitty, light Pilsner. Fucking American fucking beer. So, listen, no one's defended these type of beers more than me and you over the years. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. But um here. I always said like I love like when it's hot out, we're barbecuing, doing something after mowing the lawn. Like yeah, there is nothing like a good light beer. But it's still one of those beers I never am in the mood for. Like if I'm just sitting and 
watching something on TV. Like, I never just want to crack one of them. You know what? You know when they really come in handy? Like, I could have had, what do you call it? Like, two... Like, I could have had... I have a couple sink towels left, or I could have had a couple of my holiday beers that I've already had left over and shit like that. But I just wanted a beer that I could just, like... Just, I just wanted some, something to pound. I just wanted some pounders. I wanted something I could go, whoop, and it's basically Sprite with a little of alcohol in it, you know? Without having it taste, you know, that shitty seltzer taste. So, it's an old we friend. We heard it here, folks. Jim just wants something to pound. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Guy's got to pound. Guy's got to pound. Um, well, speaking of light beers, Jim, I am hitting up my our old classic... I'm not looking at the video. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, oh, good old Rolling Rock. Yep. The we talked about this. What, what were we talk about this? Two weeks ago or a week ago? When we sit, like we were saying, like how it's a beer, like we haven't had in a while, but it used to always be the party beer, getting kegs of it and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was another one, and I was also I've been looking for all those crazy old shitty beers. Yeah. Like at Any the luck? beer stores. No, unfortunately, I'm I'm gonna have to like. We're gonna have to buy thirty year old beers from eBay, Bry. I we might have to, Jim. I God damn it, I still want. Oh, what's the beer? The uh, the hi, I'm John. (laughs) I don't like a beer made for ladies. I don't like a beer. What the hell was that? I don't like a light beer for ladies. Fuck. God, it it was like pill or starts with a P, right? Peels. 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 Yeah. We gotta find all of them. Uh, um, especially Peels. That was one of the best laughs we've had in a long time. That was a hearty laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like 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 this beer, the sour, it's good. But you're not wrong. Like sometimes I do just like like I'll like this wrong rock because I'll drink it, it'll be done, and there'll be no thought about it. Like right. I still have a taste of all the sour. Um, I will say, I don't know if you've noticed this since not drinking any IPAs. And granted, it's only been t- 10 days. Usually, even after having like two IPAs, I have a little bit of a headache or a little bit of a something. I feel just a little bit off the next day. I mean, the smallest amount. Whereas the one podcast or, or maybe it was like a barbecue we had, I had like six rolling rocks and didn't feel a thing. Like, it's amazing how different, like, not drinking IPAs and even all the other beers we've had. Oh. I don't, I haven't had any issues. It's amazing how weird I am with IPAs. Well, that's the funny thing, too, where, like, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Like, I can, especially after lack of sleep because of fucking rendering these videos and shit. But, like, like, the next day after podcast night, it's always a shit night of sleep for me. So, I'm feeling like, ugh, anyway. But... Like, say I have three IPAs in a night, and I have four hours of sleep, and I wake up the next day for work at 35 and go, oh, God, fucking kill me. There's, like, when we did episode 100, and we did the power hour, (laughs) we slammed, like, seven or eight light beers, Mm -hmm. and I woke up, and besides being a little tired, I felt fine. So, maybe we're just, we've trained our livers just enough. Now, I will say... If I combine a bunch of different ones, though, I can have maybe, like, say, like, five beers. Normally five beers, who gives a fuck? But if it's five different, completely different beers and all heavy craft beers, and they're all mixing around and rumbling the tummy, I can have me a goddamn banger of a hangover the next day from minimal drinking, just from, like, shit just not sitting. Well, it's interesting, because I was actually talking to Hannah from Naked Brewing when I got um, a bunch of beers, I was mentioning to her the thing about the IPA, and she said it is funny. There is, she she named it, it something in the IPA the way the sugar or something breaks down. 
tends to have a weird reaction with different people but it's one of the beer beer styles that are more notably like kind of like wine gives you a headache or yeah. something like it, it has a bigger reaction to a lot more people and it's not just the alcohol percentage it's something about the way it's made so i was like oh yeah that's interesting and especially like it still gets worse too with like say if you go for the doubles or triples mm-hmm. because like fucking like we've said before merry monk if you have three merry monks <laughs> you will feel like dog shit the next day and three is the magic number you can have two and you'll be fine you have that third one and you will be dead like there's no in between yeah and it's amazing too like when you drink a light beer now granted they're four to five percent you think like ah six percent's not that much more you know oh seven ah, eight like is it really that much more and like yeah it's just from one 12 16 ounce can- bottle or can it can make a big difference yeah, it's true. You know what? You know what? Going back to your point too. You know what's nice about having a good old fucking shit beer night? It's a beer you don't have to think about. You just sit there, you slam it, you enjoy it. No thought required. Yeah. Well, that goes back to what? How many times have we said now, when we've talked with people? And that's the thing I find myself the roughest with drinking beer or playing games is, I can't turn my brain off of thinking like. Oh, like, should I have this as a review? Let me think about what I'm drinking. Like, yep. all these thoughts where, yeah, there is a difference when you know. There's no better joy when I know, like, I'm playing or doing something that I don't have any consequences. And I'm like, oh, I'll just, just do it for fun. Yeah, true. At least with fucking beer, we can take a stupid photo and put it on Instagram and say, write three sentences and not feel bad. Like, oh, there you go. Made content. Even if you didn't yeah. make, make an article on the website. Fucking can't do that the fucking game no, now, can game. you? <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm already almost 100 gigs into downloading RE8, and I'm like, it's one of those things, like, I have to make sure I have my setup, I'm good to go, da 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 I can't just turn it on and play. Yeah, that's why, actually, what do you call it, like, I finally got around to doing the uh, Ninja Saviors review, and mm-hmm. I'm working on a thrifting video right now, just to get memory off my computer. Like, yeah. It was like, you know what, fuck, I have the content, let's just bang these out and get it off the goddamn thing. Yeah. No, but, uh... Like you said, yeah, I was just curious your thoughts on Keystone, but I figured as much. Yep. All right, so I actually threw this one up here, and I saw it as of it actually was released today. Breaking uh, news! From NME.com. I thought you'd find this interesting. Animal Crossing, StarCraft, and a few other games were inducted into the video game World Video Game Hall of Fame. And here's the weird thing. Normally, I see articles about this shit everywhere. I don't know when they made this announcement, but maybe it was recent, because I didn't hear shit. So, well, yeah, like I said, this article We're recording this on today. the 10th. Yeah. Yeah, so... Posted the 10th. So, it's interesting, though, if you read it. Um, yeah, Animal Crossing's New Leaf. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Should be there. Starcraft. Should and be there. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Should be there. Um, I have no issues. Here's the only thing I say. I'm fine with games that, like, are... Doesn't Animal Crossing kind of feel like it's still too new? Like, even if it's an obvious candidate, shouldn't, like, there be some kind of grace period? I feel like you need to... You should wait at least five years after a game's release and then induct it. Here's my argument would be against Animal Crossing is... Like yeah, new was it was New Leaf even the first one? I don't even know if that was the first one, but I think that was like the one that was on the DS. That was like the the first big hit. 
Because, like, Animal Crossing, the first one, I think, only came out a couple years after StarCraft. Maybe three or four years. Really? But, yeah. No, I, like, Animal Crossing was GameCube. StarCraft was, like, 98. Okay, so wait, I'm completely wrong. Yeah, New Leaf came out in 2012. For oh. 3DS. Really? So... So why the fuck is New Leaf there? I would say either the first one or the first one that was on DS should be there before New Leaf. I mean, I, maybe I mean, they New Leaf also was like, could already be on there, maybe? I don't know. Or maybe New Leaf was just, like, the big fir- the first really big hit, where it became not niche anymore? I guess maybe. I always have a weird way, and, and just like any... Because, like, like, here's the thing. Like, StarCraft is only slightly younger as a series and has less entries, but it made such an impact, and it was so popular. I'm and more it, shocked that it wasn't already on there. Yeah, me too. But there's a lot of... Like, they only have so many slots, so... Like, you had to have Donkey Kong on there before this. I'm fine with that. So, here's the deal. Microsoft Flight Simulator, I thought they were talking about, like... I, I, I mean, it doesn't give much info in here, but the original... Did you know how old the original is? I think it was from, like, what, 85? 82. 82, shit. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, and, Flight Simulator's and been around forever. But I, it's like, once again, I don't know if they mean the new one from last year or the original. I would guess the original for, like, Impact and for the whole series. It's weird okay. that they specific, like, called it is out original, specifically. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's weird they called out a specific Animal Crossing for this. But, yeah. again, I need to see more stuff. But So now, how does this make you feel, though? I don't disagree. Now, see, Animal Crossing, I'm with you. If you're going to pick one from the series, you either do the first one or maybe the one that, like, was the boom of last year because, arguably, it was, like, the game of COVID. Like, I right. feel like that saved so that helped so many people kind of get through this bullshit. Right. Um, where, on, where in the world Carmen Sandiego? Should be there. Clear, yep. Obviously should be there. StarCraft should definitely be there. Microsoft Simulator, whether it's new or old, I know people love it. I've never played it. I don't and it, disagree. And it's still around today. Yep. But what's interesting is the finalists that fell short... Were Call of Duty, FIFA, Guitar Hero, and Portal. That's, and these are all games that, once again, to me, they're no. Of course, they'll get in. But here, here's here's an argument for you. Does a yearly sports game deserve to be in there? And I'm a sports game defender and lover. Like I'm not one of these gamers who's like, oh, fucking sports games aren't real games. Like, no, you shut your mouth. I'll say a sports game is more of a game than goddamn fucking Animal Crossing. I'll say that right now. But fucking... Does it deserve... I mean, I guess... I guess it does because at the end of the day, you can't deny... Like, if... Like, you know what? If you... You know what? Fuck, maybe I'm just being prejudiced against soccer, which I am because it's not a real sport. It sucks. (laughs) But... Yeah, like if they said, you know, Madden went in, I'd be like, well, of course Madden has to be in. But if he said, you know, NHL or MLB the show, I'd be like, doesn't deserve to be in there. But FIFA is also the brand as well as, you know, the sport. So, like, there's been a thousand football games, but only Madden or Tecmo Bowl deserve to be in there for football, that kind of deal. So, yeah, I can see FIFA has in there. But, yeah, no, like, I, I would say, I don't know if, I don't know if, if I would say Portal should be already considered a thing for it so i, I think portal I, I would say like don't get me wrong portal's a great game it, both games are great but i would say as far as overall impact for everything all right so, so wait so here jim here's an interesting thing i have i i decided let me look up the world video game hall of fame 
we'll evolve this topic a little bit because it's not very long. It I think we do started. this every time, but yeah, let, let's do it. We t- we started this in, this started in 2015, and if you were someone running a, a video game hall of fame in your first year, what are some some games you'd put on there? Strip Fighter, Leisure Suit Larry, Bubble Bath Babes. There's six games. If you could get all six, Jim, I would be... You know what? I won't call you Blub Blub for two months. Uh, There's no way in hell I'm getting all six. But if I just say, like, the first year for the... Like, the first, first ballot fucking games. Yeah. uh, Okay. Let me see here. Pac-Man. Yep. All right. Uh, Donkey Kong. No. Shit. Wow. Crazy. Tetris. Yes. All right. Uh, Space Invaders? Nope. Okay, I thought that it's probably in there by now, but... Oh, wait, Super Mario. Yep. Okay. Uh, Zelda. Mm-mm. Wow. Um, you know what? I know, because they always try to sprinkle in, like, newish <clears throat> and oldish. They never just go, yeah. like, old and work their way up. I'll so give that's you where, that. That's where the kicker is. So, uh, fucking Halo? Nope. All right, so you failed, but you you at least got three of them. You got Pac-Man, Super Mario, and Tetris. Right. They have World of Warcraft. Oh, fuck, yeah. Pong. Yeah. And Doom. Yeah. So, 2015, all bangers, no question. Right. 2016. Now, now to me, it gets a little more interesting. You got The Sims. Okay. The Oregon Trail. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda, of yeah. course. Space Invaders, of yep. course. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, I can see it. And then they move on. Twenty seventeen is your. There's your Donkey Kong, Halo, right? Po- Pokemon Red and Green. Okay. And Street Fighter Two. Yeah. No arguments. Twenty eighteen, Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. John Madden Football. Yeah. Space War. Uh, That's a questionable one for me. I get the historic impact, but fucking even space his, war. Yeah, like no one cares about space war. And the next I, one I, is, is another I get, one. I get that that was like technically like the very first video game like ever, really. But come on, yeah, Tomb Raider. <sighs> like, and I think, I mean, it I mean, should it be in there eventually? Yes. But I don't know. I think I think that was a little quick for it to be in there, but... Yeah. Okay. So, the next one... Yeah, I'm not going to say it shouldn't be in there. I think it was a little quick, though. But. 2019 is Super Mario Kart. Okay, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yep. Microsoft Solitaire. Yeah. Which is... Uh, yeah, it's one of the ones that I overlook all the time. Like, of course. Um, Colossal Cave Adventure. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That, that's some Brit bong shit, isn't it? You fucking Brits and your stupid four colors, you fucking put your crap on there. It's, uh... Yeah, it looks like some bullshit. It's on something with a cassette player, so I, I don't know what system that is. Probably a Commodore, ZX Spectrum, or yeah. one of them, an Amiga, one of them. So, so 2020 hits with Minecraft. Yep, yeah. King's Quest. Yeah, okay. Centipede. Yeah. And Bejeweled. Yes, yeah, no problems so, there. So here's the deal. I don't have a problem with these, but when I see uh, all these, and then I, we obviously talked about the, this year, when I don't see, like, since they are throwing things like Bejeweled, like, honestly, like, 
you're not going to throw Candy Crush in there. You know you're, what? I would say it'll get there eventually, and it deserves to be there. But but this goes to your point. Like So they had John Madden football. Should they have FIFA at some point? Sure. Yeah, FIFA, fine. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. Like, they don't. It's like I I don't I don't get how they're spreading it out, but like they don't. They're, seem they're, they're to trying. Have a, to, they're, they're trying. No, they 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 have their ultra classics, their their big names, and their newish hits. That's what they have. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I when I don't see things like uh, like they're, like they're, you, you know what you know people are going to be mad when it happens, but fucking Angry Birds is going to be there. Fortnite's going to be there. Five Nights at Freddy's is going to be there. Like. They have the impact. They should be there, and they will be. I would say all three of those will be in there in the next four years. Yeah. One of them will get in each year, and people Regardless will be Regardless of how people feel, like, yeah, it, they should be games that changed culture in one way. Like, you know they got to have Resident Evil in there. They probably got to have at least Silent Hill in there. God of War will be in there eventually. God like, of War. They'll probably, have, they'll probably have, like, they'll throw Adventure on the Atari in there for impact, that kind of deal. They're going to have to put in... Grand, one of the Grand Turismos. Yeah, that should be in there. They're going to have to, like, there's just, I would even argue they should put a Road Rash in there. I don't know if Road Rash will ever make it, though, even though it had a long series and, you know, I mean, I wouldn't argue it. I love Road Rash, but yeah. I would be surprised if that ever made it. Like, you know, like, I think, you know, fucking, I think Tekken should be in there in the next couple years. Yeah, sure. Tekken has to be in there. Yeah, of all the 3D fighting games like that, Virtual Fighter, I mean, I don't know. Tekken to me has to is a must. Yeah, like Tekken and Soul Calibur, they'll probably be there in the next couple of years. But yeah, no, it's like I said, it's interesting that like no, that, it's weird. It's almost weird. Like I get the like how huge the fucking Sims was, but after I want to say bold prediction after like two thousand eight, did anyone really care about the Sims anymore? It's it's tough. I was one of the people, like, when Sims first came out, man, I played it with my ex. Even oh, yeah. with my ex. Like, dude, I played... Sims and, Sims 1 and Sims 2. Like, it, like, I, like I'm saying, it should be in there for its impact, but, like... It's one that died off. And I think they still have them. I think they even have, like, Sims on, the, like, Xbox or modern Sim, consoles. Sims 4, Sims 4 is still getting expansion packs. Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, a game I never got into is Civilization. And I know oh, that'll Sims be on there. Oh, Sims definitely should be on there. Yeah, that deserves it. But it's like, you know... I get people love it. I've never played it, but I can't deny that people loved it. Just the same as like, uh, um, for me, like it was always Age of Empires. So you know, you know what? Here, here's a fucking thing for you. You know what? I'm I'm actually surprised so far at the lack of RPGs on here. For as much as people fucking jerk them off, I'm Other really than surprised. Final at, Fantasy, yeah. Final Fantasy is the only one in there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's uh, RPGs are. Final Fantasy, and I know RPG dorks will... And I mean, be, Final Fantasy VII deserves to be there. That was the crossover. Well, I'm game. saying, like, regardless of what quality or this or that, that is the idea of an RPG to most non-gamers or casual gamers. Yeah. Like, if you're not... But to me, I think, when I think RPGs, I'm going, I want to fall out in there. I want Skyrim in there. You know, yeah. I want, you know, as they call them, American RPGs. That's where I want those in there. Yeah, no, I want them in there too. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure over the next couple of years, like anything with a big name will be in there eventually. It's just a thing of only having like you know four to six entries a year. Yeah, that's got to be made. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, 
I mean, even Guitar Hero. Should Guitar Hero be in there? Yes. Should yeah, for it? sure. But was it a flash in the pan? Also, yes. So, but yeah, it had the impact. I'll hate to say it, but I'll say it. Wii Sports. Should be in there. Yeah. So yeah, but now these are always interesting to see what they actually go for each year. But I'm, I'm going to say New Leaf. I'm really shocked that they went with that. I would say either do the first one, say the series in general, or do New Horizons. I, wait, but it's funny when I look on the video game world record or, you know, whatever, they just say Animal Crossing. So this article, I don't know why it's saying New Leaf, but when I clicked on the actual thing, it seems to just talk about Animal Crossing as a series. Which would make more sense. Yeah. So... But yeah, if you want to throw Animal Crossing in there, yeah, sure. So let us know below now, what you You just think. say New Leaf, I go, come on now. But if you say the whole series, yeah. Well, I also think, yeah, you should not induct multiple games from the same series. Like, just say, when you say Super Mario Brothers, you don't gotta include any more Super Mario Brothers. Right. When you say Doom, you don't need to differentiate the original to the remake. But just the whole series. Yeah, I think the article just fucked up there. Yeah. But yeah, let us know below, what do you think of the inductees, what do you think of those lists, and what do you think should be in there in the future? Yep. Give us your 2022 inductees. <laughs> so, Jim, I have an interesting little little thing here for you. All right. Uh, you know your favorite. I, you know I love me, my uh, gaming music that's been inspired. Um, you're really going to have to dig deep. But I will say, you know this song that I think this inspires very, very well. Oh, boy. And the only thing I can say is truly listen to the melody and the beat. Try to ignore everything else is all I can say. And you okay. have to skip to a minute 13. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Choking on my rolling rock. Choking <coughs> on your cup. <coughs> Damn it, Jim. <coughs> so... For those of you who are unaware, this is a bit we do where I basically have found music that seems to have inspired gaming music. I'd love to say it's the other way around, but so far we found maybe one or two cases of that. It's always the other way, um, yeah. as it should be. So this one is from Andy Williams. Old and school. it's music to watch the girls go by. How 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 appropriate in our misogyny episode. <laughs> Music I, to watch Zombie Unicorn paint her love handles to. I have no idea how old it is, but just based on the picture and the sound of the song, it sounds like a 50s or 60s song. I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, Jim, tell me when you got close to that time, because I want to listen as you're listening. All right, so clicking on the video, uh, fucking ads. Always with the ads. So, so yeah, if you guys are playing along, when I do a countdown... In the video, I'll do a short clip of what Jim is listening to. You play along, see if you can guess it. All right, almost there. So, yeah, I'm at thirteen. All right, I'm gonna pause it right before it hits thirteen. Okay, and you gotta listen to it for a good fifteen seconds, I'd say. All right, but once so, again, focus on the 13. melody. And you know what? No, I don't want to give you any more hints. You, like I said, you know the song very well. Alright, so at minute 13, hit and play in three, in three two, two, one. one. Go. So, I just played the clip for you all. 
because now it's going into him singing. Um, yeah. The melody is there. Is it at all clicking anything for you, Jim? Listen to it again. So Jim's re-listening to it. I just put the the song that it represents, that I think it represents. And after doing research, a lot of people seem to agree with this. Uh, yeah, I'm stumped. All right, so. Jim, so click on the link. I mean, I know this song, but it's so, back of my hand. So, Jim, tell me when you're about to click on it so I can click it with the video. No, I mean, I already did. Okay, so, so it's Sonic 1 Marble Zone. So you know what, I'm the, going back to fucking Andy. I'm, it's the general go. beat. It's the... But I didn't. I didn't hear it as. I only heard it as like a couple. Do 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 do. So if you go to a minute twenty, Jim is really the better part. So Jim's still listening. That same exact da, 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 with Sonic, it's actually slowed down. Oh, you know what? Here, here's my fucking problem. Here's my problem. Yep. I was focusing too much on the rhythm section, like the drums and the bass. Mm-hmm. Where it comes to, it's the fucking trumpets. I wasn't listening. I wasn't yep, paying attention the trumpets, to the trumpets yeah. at all. That was my problem. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. So if you listen to the song, it threw me for a loop because I was like, I think it. And then I, I, like I said, I listened to it a few different times, and there's so many different versions of the song. But the trumpet section, that, like, like you said, in Sonic, it's one of these weird situations where it, the tempo slowed down in Sonic. Yeah. But in the Andy Williams, it's kind of done fast. But that, that, it's like, I think it's almost identical, that same little section. And really, Marble Zone, that's what it is over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's wild. Yeah, because yeah, once I finally started, like, <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is the Marble Zone coming from? Because, like, the bass line was just like, doom, 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 doom. Yeah. And I was like, it was that isn't enough. And then in, like, the back of my head, I started to hear that. I was like, motherfucker, it's the trumpets. So, yeah. No. So what do you think? Pretty inspired by it? You know what? I, I have I mean, to. Let's go, put it this I way. have to go coincidence. Like I would be shocked if like a Japanese fucking guy was that. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I almost gotta say coincidence on this one. I mean, but I could that, be wrong. Maybe that maybe, general. What's, his face? what's the right music term? Is it the melody or is it the rhythm? Like one of those things are. I mean, the it's dun 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 dun. Yeah, like the like the chord progression there, like. It's exactly the same. Yeah, no, I mean, it's very much identical. And who knows, maybe he... Who the fuck did the music? I should know it's off the head, top of my head. But. <laughs> Sonic 1 composer... Uh, Masato Nakamura. Okay, um, I mean, for all I know, he could be a big American country fan out of nowhere. One of these, like, you know, music savants who listens to everything. For all I know. But I just have a hard time believing it. Like, you know, some 20-year-old Japanese kid in Japan in 1990s listening to goddamn Andy Williams. Not saying it couldn't but happen. But you also got to remember, in the 80s, they were highly inspired by that time period in the U.S. I mean, I guess. So, I so, don't know. Yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. <clears throat> it, it To me, it just reads very... Coincidence, maybe. But a coincidence would be like, I don't know, that, that progression. And I guess there's so many you can hear. Maybe his parents listened to it. I, who knows? Yeah, it could be. Maybe they did like Andy Williams for all I know. And it was just beaten into his head for his whole life by listening yeah. to it with him. So you never know. Did you know who Andy Williams was? Yeah. 
Oh, I had no idea who he was. Yeah, no, I knew Andy Williams, but <clears throat> I, I don't know his music. You know, like, I'm not a listener. Well, goddamn right. know it, Jim. Yeah. Jim, stop sucking. He's got the time. <laughs> Where I go back to Resident Evil 8 and get that last piece you're missing. Talk, call me a suck fuck. <laughs> Jim, beat games before you review them. <laughs> oh, I'm... I had the idea down there. An, an extra an extra seven minutes of footage would not have changed my opinion. Or would it? No, it wouldn't have. Or I still like the game. I still like the game a lot. <laughs> but would you have liked it a little more? You felt a little more sense of accomplishment. I have it now. Didn't change my opinion <laughs> on the game. So, yeah, let us know what you think below. Coincidence or does it seem a little inspired? You know? And for the love of God, if you guys know any... I still have a good amount, but I will run out one day. So I want to know if you hear hear any music, and it seems like it could be inspired. Let us know. Help! Do Brian's research for it. <laughs> All right, Jim. Speaking of doing research, I was really struggling with this one, but on another reoccurring bit, yeah, you got to hear me out. What? What? Uh, okay. It, it's it's very out there, but you got to hear my thinking. For which is better? I was thinking of things that generally made gamers' lives better. In recent years, without a doubt, one of the most useful tools for modern gamers has been gaming headsets. And I've talked about the fact that, well, one, if you're a streamer of any sort or you play any modern multiplayer game, it's almost a necessity. Like, you almost can't play with any kind of advantage unless you have a headset. Not only talking to your friends, but being able to hear movements and the way games are like composed and texture, like oh, yeah. audio texturing, like in there. And I mentioned that game, um, Hellblade. You actually, you need to be able to hear and you need a headset to play that game too. Like if you try to play off your speakers, you might be able to. It requires a headset. So more and more headsets are like just so necessary for gaming. Um, Competitive, yeah. Competitive first-person shooters, you need a headset. Yeah. But I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, what's kind of the closest thing that was also a newer, and gaming accessory isn't the right word, but what's something that could compare to that that was a major improvement to gamers' lives? And I always think the analog sticks. And really, I'm thinking, starting with PS2 and moving forward... I know Jim loves his D-pads, and I know especially in fighting games you still prefer them, but almost every game otherwise, it's almost weird to me to go back to a game if I'm not doing a fighting game where I'm doing any type of 3D movement or whatever, and even when I emulate games, if even if it's on the NES and I use an Xbox controller, I still use the analog stick even for the D-pad like inputs. Like really? It's just more comfortable for me. It is, like, for whatever reason. Well, so I mean, to, the NES you don't need. Well, depending on the game with the you don't, um, control. I, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Um, it's not a matter of need. It's a matter of, like, comfort for whatever reason. Um, I thought that's, like... Because I was going to say the Rumble Pack or, like, you know, any of that. But I'm like, that really doesn't... See, see, I, I see where you're coming from. I think a better one would have been, like, shoulder buttons versus the analog stick. I thought about that, but I was like, shoulder buttons... In, in that case, you could start arguing, like, moving from three buttons is six buttons or like adding buttons is always like better well yeah but i mean we're talking like a position there like such yeah. a like an important position so it's it's so i'm i'm trying to argue like 
The analog stick seems so obvious to be the better thing. I But it's interesting because so many games now are really adapting the gaming headset and using it correctly. And it's the same way as if you have surround sound in your house versus before you ever get it in your house or like you go to a movie theater. When you have sound all around you, it immerses you into a game a different way. And for someone like me who's all about game sound, music, this and that, it immerses me completely different than any other aspect of the game. I don't care yeah. about the graphics or anything else. The control really won't matter as much to me if I'm hearing shit like a different way. And I'm someone like when I hear a good like bass or like a boom in my head, like it's just I love, 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 love really loud music, whatever. Um, whereas analog sticks, like I said, it's the obvious one, but I don't know. Like, which one made your life better? And Jim, do you even use gaming headsets that much? Yeah, I always play my Xbox with my headset. Do you have gaming headsets for your Switch? No. So, Monica had got me the Switch bundle, and it came with, like, Turtle... Actually, I think these are it. So, they're not great, but it was a bundle with the Switch that you just plug them in. And I've never heard of fucking hardcore gaming headsets for the Switch. Well, they, I mean, I don't. I would not call these hardcore gaming. They have the mic, but okay. I mean, they also have a little bit more of a bass boost, things like that. Yeah. So you can use even a quote-unquote hardcore gaming headset for the Switch, as right. long as it has the audio jack, which they all do. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. I thought maybe you might do that, but no, nah, surprisingly no. I just you know I, I almost never play with the headset with my Switch in general. I just really? let the music go. So yeah. you just let it go off the system. Yeah. See, I thought you'd be like me, where I almost, like, I, I'm not a person, like, I don't like listening shit off my phone. I don't like listening shit, like, unless I have really good speakers. Like, I need a headset to really enjoy something more. So if I'm listening to music, it's cool unless you're listening to a surround sound system really loud. I almost want to have, like, my Bose headset or my Beats headset or something. Oh, uh, no, like that. I, I listen to shit off the phone all the time, just bass or, you know, standard speakers. Oh, okay. So, that's, like I said, that's where we're different. Whereas me, like, I'm all about good quality headsets that it improves it improves yeah, the experience. You're, you're a surprise audiophile out of nowhere. Oh, I yeah, I've always, I mean, shit. The amount of money I've spent on car speakers over the years, Jim. This is true. I mean, so audio is a huge, huge importance to me when playing a game, listening to music. But probably the true it. quality went back in your fucking Too Fast, Too Furious days when all you got out of it was... Um, Jim, I'll have you know I professionally lined all of my trunks. You professionally lined dick. That's a I fucking professionally, line. J listen, just because, you know, I was strolling around in my Monte Carlo. <laughs> you fucking crashed that by the time I met you, motherfucker. Uh, that was the Camaro. That's a different car. Don Donnie Dodge, Dodge Avenger over here. <laughs> Jim, I only live my life a quarter mile at a time. I don't know if that's from. <laughs> that's from Fast and the Furious, Jim. God okay, damn it. I've seen it like once or twice. <laughs> but, um... And analog sticks, like I said, I... And I, I just admitted the fact that I use them even when I emulate shit that should have a D-pad. So I love both of them. It's almost no, like... Yeah, no, I, I know what you're getting at here. Yeah. And... I know your answer, obviously. <laughs> I mean, like, the the obvious... Here's the thing. The obvious answer is analog, like you said, but but it doesn't have the impact that, like, moving from TV speakers to a gaming headset did. 
Like, I remember the first yeah. time when I played with a gaming headset. Like, my first set of Turtle Beaches on my 360. Like, even, like, before that, I was playing with, like, surround sound, like, speakers. And with surround sound speakers, I was like, man, this is fucking cool. I hear everything around me. Mm-hmm. But putting the headset on for the first time, it was like, holy fuck. I really hear, like, everything. And I'm talking about, yeah. like, Turtle Beach, like, X11s. Like, you know, the old school jogs. Mm-hmm. And, like, those fucking things. Like, just hearing the footsteps, like, creeping up on you and shit like that. Like, that, that was a game changer. Whereas, like, you know, moving from a D-pad to analog sticks, I was like, oh, use a stick now. Cool. Yeah, and, and I feel like the stick movement, like, you almost felt like, oh, I've had this experience with an arcade. Like, once it came to the, the home thing, there wasn't, like, a big jump. In, it wasn't something you thought about. You just naturally were like, I just used the stick. Like, oh, my God, my life is so much better because I use a stick. Like, you never, it never changed you that much. It's just an improvement that we all greatly appreciate it and, like, love. But yeah. we don't think about it. But, like, yeah, like you said, I had that same experience. First time I put on my turtle beaches, I was like, holy shit. Like, where, where's that you know coming what? from? You know, you know, if you want to make it spicy, you could almost make the argument. You can't fully. But you could almost make the argument that if you had a controller with two D-pads, you could still get 90% of the same experience that you could get with two controller sticks. Where you can't get the same thing with a gaming headset that you get with any other not headset source i mean certain games i'd agree i i think analog obviously obviously if you're worried about going from walk to run as far as you go but fucking i just always crank that shit anyway but yeah analog is so it's such a necessity especially in modern games especially i i mean so many games it's just you gotta have analog but I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the gaming experience is, like you just pointed out, it jumps such a higher curve with a really good pair of headsets that uh, that's why I threw it up here. I'm trying to think, like, you know, for practical use, it's got to be analog. Right. But for, for practical, it's analog. For momentary impact, it's headset. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't come in here with a... I, I, I really don't think I have a solid answer other than how Jim just answered it, like the practical versus this or that. But that's why I throw these ones up here because I also want to hear from you guys. What do you think? Um, you know, because yeah, like a- when you first played your PS2 with the the DualShocks, like did you think like, oh my God, this is great now? Or did you just go, oh, now I'm just playing it? See, it's weird because a lot of PS2 didn't really... It didn't Ugh. use as much. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, but the first time it really hit me as like, holy crap, how the hell do I even do this? Halo 1. Yeah. Where you had that full movement with the left and the full camera control with the right and a spe- like moving and aiming or driving mm-hmm. a vehicle. I was like, how the fuck do you do this? I'll never get used to this. So, and, but it's also been so long since I've had that experience. That, that's almost kind of an... But once you got it, you're like, holy shit, this is a game changer. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess in that end, like... Because kids these days, no kid that's grown up in this day and age will ever experience that again. No. Unless VR makes some crazy leap. But... And, like, you know, control. But, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean... I mean, it, it, it's... Tw- the answer is twin analog sticks, but gaming headsets, the first time you really use them, it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. So, we want to know what you all think. You know, which one was more important, which one is better. However you want to answer it, there is no wrong answer here. 
Like I said, I like to throw these little brain busters at Chambers. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was I think it was a better discussion to argue why it's an argument as then to say than to put them next to each other. Yeah, I once again I couldn't think of a thing that compared to gaming headsets as a game improver for gaming in general. I was gonna go like memory cards, but then it, there's also nah. like safe states. And, like nah, so, I, I, was would, like, I would say if you're going control, you got to go shoulder buttons. Yeah, Jim, not not the C buttons. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Fucking Turok and South Park. It's you know they they try their darndest to make up that uh, camera control in the second controller. <laughs> they tried. And Doesn't the mean they and succeeded. Like that. No, they tried. They're, it's close. It's closer than Goldeneye. <laughs> well, Goldeneye's overrated, Jim. Come on. It just doesn't hold up. It was important for its time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's overrated. It's <laughs> a difference. <laughs> All right, speaking of Array and Underage M, so this is something you and I just talked about. I want to say, we all, did we do this before? I mean, I fuck it, we'll do it again. We'll do it again for the newbies, but... But, yeah, so I put down here brick-and-mortar stores specifically that resell games. So I'm not talking thrift stores. I'm, not, I'm talking, like, non-chain game stops that are, like, more game stores... And the reason I put this up here is because Jim and I just had this conversation. We've said many times, and Jim does the videos on it, like going to thrift stores, getting secondhand, buying games from places that don't specialize in them, is like you can find pretty damn good deals. But going to a store that specializes in reselling games, you're pretty much going to be paying eBay prices. And unless you have a really good repertoire with the Or owner, worse. Way worse. Yeah. Like, or if you like that one store we went to, it didn't specialize in just games, but we went there, Alan's Attic, where yep. if you knew the guy, he might give you a deal like, oh, if you're buying all three, I'll knock off five or ten bucks. Like he, you know, he would make deals with you. Yeah. You know, what? I, I really miss him being at the store because that one antique store that I go to and I film my thrifting videos, like that's where he bases out of now, but he's never there. Yeah. And like. So like they he just prices it and lets you know the girls who work there handle all the checkouts so you don't get those deals anymore. But yeah. man, he was the he was the fucking best. You're like, yeah, I'll take 15, 20 bucks off if you buy this big lot. Like, god damn it, miss that. But our my experience, at least personally, whenever I go to these game stores, it's like, yeah, they're either they literally just got their price from eBay, or as Jim said, sometimes they're even higher. The fucking uh, well, I'll get into it, but yeah. But so the question is. I, I love me anyone that wants to have that as their lifestyle and maybe we just are unlucky with the stores near us. Maybe everyone else out there has a good good game store that you know I, and I do see I do see value in them like if you really want a physical copy and they might have something more obscure and you're like, oh cool like instead of waiting and ordering it, I can just get it here yeah. um, but for me, like I said, every time I've gone to some of these and we have a couple around us, yeah. I've always left kind of number one. I the people just tend to not be that personable. I you know what? I don't, I don't mind that. I don't need to talk to people in the store. I actually prefer it when they don't bother me. I don't need to talk. It's like almost though when you ask them a question, they're like annoyed, like you're not already an expert. Ask like you can't ask questions in their stores. Oh well, Bri, I'm already an expert, so I don't need to do that <laughs> shit. But um, yeah. So the question is, are they overrated or underrated? So what do you think, Jim? You know what? As much as I hate to say it, I mean, they are overrated. And the biggest problem that they have is overhead. 
So because they have overhead, they need to make the money where they can. So if they get that rare title or if they get that title with a name to it, they're going to overcharge. At least, you know what, this is the places by me. And, you know, I'm not the Johnny Percival type who's going to go in there weekly and, you know, have a repertoire with the guy behind the counter. So, But you should. Eh. But <laughs> I also shouldn't have to. So, like, even before the pandemic and before, like, that big boom came, like, there were places around us that would have Ocarina of Time, you know, complete in box for $150. And Ocarina of Time is a game that you can find anywhere if you look for it. It's kind of like, it's like Earthbound where, like, if you, it's supply and demand where, like, everyone wants it, so it goes for a lot, but it's readily available, that kind of deal. So, like, I, like, I understand why they do it, and they get people who come in just for that convenience, like you said, of going, oh, it's right here, I can buy it right now and walk out with it, I'm gonna do it. So, I get it. And every once in a while, you can find a deal at these places because... For certain systems, they don't update the prices because they don't sell, so they just don't care. So there's there's use to be there. Like, you can game the system a little bit. But, in general, I mean, when it comes to straight collecting, you're going to have better luck with bundles, you know, if you can find them, or with just prices in general with eBay. As much as people say eBay ruined a hobby, a lot of the time it's still the spot where you're going to find the best deal if it's a big names thing. If you're going to Obscure, then you can probably have better luck at a brick and mortar, and you can't take away the fun of just going in a brick and mortar and just looking around and browsing. Like, you're never going to have that with eBay. Yeah. But I think, like, from a... I just think from, like, a overall standpoint, they are unnecessary. Yeah. See, the problem and I... you know, I, and here, here's another problem I have, too. And this, again, this is my experience around us. The fucking places don't clean their goddamn games enough. Like, I'm coming goddamn home with, like, a game... Like, you know, my, I'd spend some money on a couple games. There's been times, like, you know, I just said they upcharge, but sometimes there's that convenience of being like, you know what, fuck it, it's right here. It's basically around eBay price. Maybe it's, like, ten bucks over, and I'm paying for the convenience right now. Fuck it, I'll just get it here. And I bring it home, and it's fucking dirty. So if you have a goddamn $90 game, fucking clean it. Sit in your goddamn goddamn fucking uh, your glass case. So Jesus Christ. So I shouldn't have to break out the isopropyl alcohol to fucking clean a goddamn fucking minty fucking god fuck. <laughs> Jim, you're real, you're really mad about this, aren't you? <laughs> yes. If I spend goddamn if I spend top dollar in a game, I expect it to come in working. And it's not like I can go fucking like no one reads Yelp for an old video game store. I can't I can't crush their fucking user score like I can on eBay if they send me a shit product. Yeah, I mean so you've taken most of the things I was going to say, but the only value I find in those stores is the, like, okay, it's cool to browse. It's fun. It's very yeah. fun to browse. And that's that's the biggest thing they have is browsing. Yeah. But I would almost say there's an argument. There is a certain excitement, and you and I do it, and it's not for everybody, but, like, I really enjoy going to thrift stores. And if I happen to find a game... There's so much more of an excitement, even if it's not a game I'm particularly excited for, just to find a game in like a random section of DVDs or especially if it's a PS1 game, CDs, whoa, holy shit. Right. But like, it's like you're on a hunt for something. Whereas, yeah, you go into those game stores, like, it's very rare I'm not like, oh, wow, they have this. It's more like Jim say, you're window shopping. You're like, that's cool. Because you know, ultimately, if you want to get something, 
Amazon, eBay, whatever you're doing online. Um, or like if you're really looking for a deal and you need the physical, then you go to flea markets. Then you go to, well, when expos are back. Right. Like that's where you're going to get your best deals because that's people who they'll make it cut a deal with you. Most people aren't going to like really stiff arm you with pricing. And you know, you know, just to get back to a point real quick to jump in there, you know what the fucking worst is with brick and mortar stores? <laughs> when you take a game and you bring it up to the counter and they go, all right, give me a second. And they look up the most current fucking uh, price. That, you see, that's... motherfuckers. Especially when you already have a price on it. Oh, dude, see, that is something I... Would... Like, there's, like, I hate to see people lose their jobs, but there is a brick-and-mortar store by me that would fucking do that. And I went, you motherfuckers, and your games were dirty, too. <laughs> so here's the deal. I've never experienced exactly that, but I'll tell you right now, if somebody did that and then said, like, if, if they had 20 on the case, and then they're like, uh, it's actually 25, I'd be like, it's 20 Bye. on the case. Yeah. Like, or I'd be like, okay, I would just walk out. Oh, no, I've done that before, too. I've walked out from that. But I've been to places where... But the, I was the shady ones I, are the ones who don't have a price on there. Well, that bothers me. But I've I've literally had someone... I, I was at a... It was a toy store, but it was more about, like, they had, a, they had a big game section. I'll just say that. Right. They have all their little stickers, and they're the cheap little round stickers... I took it up front, and she's like, oh, this, th it said three. She's like, this should be like ten. I was like, okay, okay but it says three. She's like, I didn't put that stick. She's like, did you put that sticker there? Like, accuse me of switching stickers for a better price. I just laughed. I said, are you kidding me? She's like, no, I, I swore this was ten. And she started doing, she's like, well, hold on, let me check the price. I said, you know what, I'm good. Like, I'm not even going to look. She's like, no, no, no. I was like, you just accused me of fucking putting a sticker. Like, what are you talking about? I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm done. And I, they left a terrible, terrible taste in my mouth. So, yeah, it's like like Jim said. I'm sure they might have to deal with shitty people that do that. Right. But it's like, man, like, dude, you kill customers when you do shit like that. Yeah, so. here's the thing. Like, yeah, it's like if you're just going brick and mortar in general, because then, like, Good, like thrift stores, like you said, there's actually a long time back um, when I had my apartment where I almost never bought games on eBay because that was before Goodwill started putting all their games online, so they never had them in store. So my heart, like, I know it, kill, it was a fucking killer because I could have that that it was worth my time to check out a Goodwill two to three times a week to try and see if there was something there. And that's when I would pick window shop and pick up something for two bucks that I wouldn't have gotten any other time. Like, I have Dark Angel on the PS2. Never even popped it in. But I saw Dark Angel on the PS2 and I went, hey, fucking Dark Angel. I love that show. Two dollars? <laughs> Boom! Gotta find. Sense of accomplishment. Hunt the, the hunt, you know? I wasn't I wasn't trying to hunt a deer, but I found a fucking elk. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> that kind of deer. So, I, like, yeah. So, like, if you throw, like, you know, thrift stores and finds and random shit like that in there. No, that's why that, I do my thrifting that, videos. That's I think the only it's reason why I yeah. said I didn't include thrift. Like I meant ones that are more geared towards just. Video if you're games. doing straight up, if you're doing straight up gaming stores, they're fun to window shop, but for the most part, they're just anything you want to play is overpriced. So that's what it is. Have you ever had? 
I'd ask if you had the moral dilemma, but I know that your answer is no. Well, got um, you. But have you ever felt bad, like, when you found a game and you're like, they're only charging two or three bucks for it at, like, a thrift store, and you're like, this is, like, a $60 game? Oh, God, no. Fuck them. <laughs> you don't care at all. <laughs> no. If you, if you want to charge eBay prices, do your research. If you don't do yeah. it, then, hey, good for me. Yeah. But then that's also, I guess, fucking Goodwill realized what the fuck was happening with that, so that's why they threw all their games online. So Yeah. You know, I mean, I wouldn't have had an $8 CDI if they, uh, actually $7. I wouldn't have had a $7 CDI if they did their research, but they didn't. So, you yeah. know, good for me. Yeah. So, like you said, we and we know there is plenty of people, and, you know, we've, we've had Ian on here, and we know he runs a shop. Like, we know there's... Like there's Jim reputable said, people. There's reputable there game stores. There is good people out there. Yeah. But like I said, unfortunately, for Gemini, we don't get as much out here. And we've, and you we've know looked. And like the most the most famous one in the Philly area is Classic Game Junkie. And it's a cool store and it's got a... Like you're not going to find a selection like that in any other game store around us. But they are, like again, on the, you know, the games with a the name, they're pricey. They're not like that much over eBay, but they can still be enough over eBay. But I also get the business side where they need the games with a name to sell because that's what people are going to buy them most of the time. So, like, I get it, but it's really, you know, you go in there to window shop and for the convenience and you like the people there. Like, you know, I talked to the owner there one time when I was in there. I think his name was Frank or, yeah, it was Frank, I think. Super nice guy and shit like that. So, but yeah, it's also the thing of, you know, he's got to make a living too. So, and, and like I said, I'm not saying you got to be best buds with the shop owner. I'm talking like someone like Alan, who, if you ask him something, you talk to him, like he's just going to work it out with you, you know? Right. Yeah. I wish more like that. I get why they're not, but it's the nature of the beast. I, but yeah, I guess for us, just in general, though, we're more slanted because we've had a lot more bad game stores around us than good. Yeah. So, you guys let us know what you think. Have you had great game stores around you or. As your experience like us. I mean, that's one of those things as physical media goes away, things get sold online. It's better just to get them at gaming conventions. The need is probably going to keep dropping, dropping, dropping. So. Yeah. Yeah. But now it Chambers, it's, a nice, it's a nice idea. Yeah. But so is Blockbuster, and there's only one of those left. Jim, did you watch that documentary? Actually, no. It's actually pretty good. You should is watch it good? It. Okay. I didn't know that much about Blockbuster or, like, what's going on with it, so. Yeah, no, that would be interesting to see. But, uh, Jim, how did that uh, second Keystone treat you? <laughs> I had three. Oh. Fine. Did the job. Like I said, nice beer I don't have to think about. Sit here. Have the tiniest of a buzz right now, but, you know, did the Jim, job. Jim, did you pound it good? <laughs> no, I pounded it, Brian. Pound the shit out of it. Got your pounding? <laughs> oh, I got my pounds in. Yeah, Rolling Rock, I I drank it, and I can't even... There's n not even a thought in my head after I finished it. It's yep. just, do it, it's in and out. So, with that, everyone, we do want to say thank you so much for watching. If you have been, if you haven't already, please make sure to click subscribe below. Hit the little bell, because some people don't get our notifications. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, uh, please subscribe to us. Write a comment, even if it's bashing us if you can give us a five star because it would help us out and we really appreciate all the love and support but until next time i want to say have a good night and cheers
Cheers, guys. Fuck Ray Coke. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs>